welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satsrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and privet. It's really, really good to be with you again, and we are going to have a lot of fun today because we have a very special guest and it's Sabine and she is a business strategist. So before we dig into our topic for the day, Sabine, welcome and please will you jump right in and tell us more about who you are and what you do? Thank you, Samia. It's great having uh, that you have me here today. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, I always love these kind of interviews, but then I'm always thinking about the audience around what would they really enjoy, right? So I, I don't like a lot of fluff and stuff. So I'm going to actually be sharing a lot of truth bombs and a lot of insights from my business. I've been in business for like 10 years and uh, I've not only worked with female entrepreneurs, but also in boardrooms. So I have actually two businesses one is obviously related to female entrepreneurs startup and growth um, around the growth academy basically and uh, on the other hand i actually run the empowerment portal which is an online platform for organizations and teams basically to help with post-covid recovery which is pretty hot at the moment as you can imagine with all the political developments you know people do need the support because there's a lot of anxiety out there in the world so i'm all about inspiring others and and just sort of trying to shine a light right it's not always easy even i'm feeling it right now but i want to show up and sort of be here to sort of really support motivate and uh, maybe give a few hints and tips today as well around how to do that nice i love it and you know you just mentioned about how you have you know multiple projects going on and i know you're a mom and you know you're you're a very busy person and one of the things you're really excellent at is managing all of these multiple projects and things that you're going on that are going on in your life and so i would love to talk to you more about that how do you make that happen how can we make that happen Mm -hmm. um so if you could share some some uh you know do's and don'ts from your experience around that that would be fabulous and and just remember as well your podcast called make change fun and easy so i will remember remind remind myself because it isn't always easy once you are an entrepreneur or even you know i was in corporate where it's not always fun and easy and sometimes we have to actually remind ourselves why are we actually doing this and are we doing this um i mean do we have a strong enough why right yeah 
is it worthwhile getting out of bed? You know, can I make the impact that I, I want to make? I mean, this is so foundational. And some, and I've noticed when I was in corporate, I was like a zombie. I would get up in the morning, go to work, do my work, come home, have dinner, go to sleep, next morning, same thing. But at some point I was like waking up thinking, why am I doing this? I'm just going to work to pay my bills. And I'm not even around to actually enjoy my house. Now, that was obviously pre-COVID. Now things have moved on a little bit. And there are different challenges because all of a sudden you have family and you're working from home. And now all of a sudden the time management and, and everything else, distractions are going on as well. So yes. it is a challenge and it is a very good question. So even I had to work through this and COVID has been a right like kind of spanner in the work because I was so growing my two businesses and then having to homeschool as well. And it was really, really exhausting. So I decided for myself a couple of things. Number one, it's to prioritize and really kind of listen to my intuition around what are things that I truly love doing. Those are going to stay on my list of to do. But there may be even some tweaks and sort of amendments around that because sometimes I was doing things with, of course, the things I love doing. But I also kept myself a lot busy and I may have not gone and did, did it easy, like just a straight route, let's say I would kind of, you know, follow some systems, processes or have some tools in my business, which were just complicating things. Yeah. So I actually eradicated some of that. So it was almost like I did a bit of a declutter around a, the projects I didn't want to do anymore and that didn't yield the results or wasn't just aligned anymore and I was like okay probably just park it it's great because I'm, I'm sure everyone you know especially entrepreneurs they have like bazillions of ideas and they want to all you do all this stuff um but it's just sometimes we gotta sort of rein ourselves back and say okay is it really gonna bring bring me to where I want to be mm. you know I, for example I was um also author of three books like I'm, I'm an, I want to share inspirational stories. That's where I went out to, to get 75 different stories. And of course, it was a lot of work in, you know, authorship and books. That's not my income stream. Really, I wouldn't call it. it there is income, but it's not my income stream as such. But again, it, it, for me, it was like a, a project where I really wanted to make a difference in the world, which I did. So there are those types of projects as well, yes. which I did in, you know, and plus it's helping me to network, to get out there and really make that impact. So priorities is number one, connect the purpose with your and prioritize, declutter. Declutter, again, how many emails <laughs> have you subscribed to? You get gazillions of emails every day that you have to go and delete. And it could be overwhelming to go and sort of remove yourself from a gazillion of, you know, emails. So every day when I get an email that I'm like, okay, do I still value this email? Do they keep on selling or do they send me value? Okay, I'll make a decision. So every day I probably subscribe. unsubscribe from two to three emails so it's just clearing that space as well makes it so much clearer and then I also have a little routine where well 
I, I, we all know probably what you'd be journaling and meditation and of course you know it's sitting at the desk for many hours if you know and I'm not getting any younger so I do feel that my body is like aching I do need to have my exercise time and my downtime and understand and have experienced when we have a quiet time and when we look after our bodies we will be actually more productive believe it or not yes. so you get the answers intuitively when you start listening when you start taking those breaks because of course we all think we got to do 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 but sometimes it's really about taking a break and yeah. and i'm probably the worst person to say that because i'm so project driven as a project manager in corporate you know it's like i'm thinking in boxes and steps and things like this but i do recognize there's definitely um sort of energy and a tapage your energy and making sure you know you replenish yourself on a continuous basis hey thanks for tuning into this episode hope you're getting value out of it for your information this episode has been sponsored by the happiness 101 program are you a change maker coach trainer or healer are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers the happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease interested book a free happiness 101 exploration call with me your happiness expert samia vano just use my online calendar link in the show notes now back to the show yes there's actually a lot of research that supports what you're saying and i mean one can think anecdotic anecdotic when you can think back to your own experience and think about how much of a difference that made but there's actual research that shows how important it is to have downtime quiet time where you're not really on a mission to get something done you know because the brain needs that kind of down quiet time in order to do deeper processing of all the information and data that's that it's actually constantly being assaulted with and if you don't get that downtime to do that deeper processing it actually compromises your level of intelligence your level of intelligence drops because intelligence isn't just about uh you know having lots of knowledge or what you have already learned in the past a huge aspect of intelligence is about being able to continue to learn and grow and you know make a, like process the information that you learn and receive in ways that you know you can then use it to do something useful and helpful and so if you don't have downtime 
you, you can't do that deeper processing. You know, it's like you were saying, when you have that downtime, oh, the answers begin to come. You know, mm-hmm. why? Especially in the shower. Exactly. Exactly. Because you've finally given yourself that opportunity, your brain the opportunity to do that deeper processing where it can then come up with, oh, here's an idea and here's a connection we just made uh, from this is what we learned before and this is what we learned now. And, you know, just to be able to put things together. Exactly. And it's so yeah. true. Hmm. So another thing that you that you um, you know mentioned, uh, like especially in the context of of when you were in in the corporate world, being project driven. But I imagine in that context you were working with teams. You know, you're not working alone, and that you know allows for different possibilities when you have teams of people working with you around you um, because it opens up possibility for collaboration you don't have to do everything by yourself Um, can you talk a little bit more about that like the power of collaboration of teamwork and how that can be helpful Mm -hmm. yeah sure and I would like to use it in the context of uh, entrepreneurship yes Um, so I am a very much of a team player and I think a lot of people actually are and when they start uh, in entrepreneurship and they have their own business all of a sudden it's like oh I'm on my own I've got to wear so many hats and I need to now get to know about social media about finance and accounting and marketing and delivering stuff as well so all of a sudden it's like oh my goodness so many things I, I I should be doing I need to learn and that actually causes massive overwhelm and 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 it could be a lonely path as well because obviously you know we have self-doubt things aren't working out you know um, maybe there's some people around us that they will actually should get a proper job again right um, so all these things come towards us and that's made me think well what about collaborations you know where where I work with others who may feel the same way so I started off with networking basically did some online networking ran online networking events that was again way before COVID and you know when COVID hit everyone's like oh we're gonna do Zooms now and I'm like it's fine I've done Zoom calls for years already (laughs) we've done online networking for years already so it was quite funny. Um, through the networking, I met people who could do complementary things, and they were, we were all in the same boat, and that's where it all started. Mm. And one of the ideas I've, I've had during COVID was actually creating this empowerment portal where a range of different coaches could actually go and deliver their services into corporates, and that's where the whole collaboration has started. Um, I didn't, you know, I don't think there is a handbook around collaboration. There's probably do's and don'ts around teamwork and they were probably you know, applied towards that. But then, you know, you um, you just go and experience quite a lot and then you realize, uh-huh, okay, this, you know, for example, if you collaborate on a project that has financial impact, 
you need to be super clear around who does what, yes. right? What are the expectations? Yeah. What are the financial shares? Um, what should be the outcomes? And what are the imports and everything else? So there's so much to actually remember. Yeah. But I would say it's so worth it because it's so much more fun to have someone to discuss with and bounce ideas off. And when you have a bad day, you know, you can, of course, you know, get on a call and, and you'll feel better again. Because yes. that's what, what um, you know, teams are for, there for. Yeah, that's right. And thank you for mentioning, you know, this... The, the, for sure there's amazing benefits to collaboration but it can for sure come with challenges as well just like you said like for example if people don't get clear and about who's going to do what and one of the things that I have experienced is that it's not enough to just get clear by just talking about it you need to actually put things down on paper <laughs> Yeah, you want to write this down. And yeah, and this is where I guess why project management skills comes in quite handy because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking in processes. I'm thinking in, you know, project plans and uh, roles and responsibilities, um, timelines, action logs, and all this kind of stuff is absolutely so so valuable to have those those things in place. Yeah. Can you maybe share another challenge that people might run into when they try to use collaboration as a strategy? Because I personally love it. Uh, I love the idea of collaboration. I love doing collaborations. Um, so I would love to have you share your wisdom around, well, what are some challenges we can run into? And then, of course, we will talk about what we can do about, about it. Yeah, so one of the, I think, main challenges is to pick your collaborator or your partner, okay? So it's the, it has to be the right partner, and there may be a few criteria that you might want to think about. But one of the main criteria, I would say, from my perspective, was the fact that A, the collaborator had complementary skill sets, mm -hmm. um, so and you know, wouldn't tread on each other's toes yeah. much, let's say. Um, and that we had the same vision. And and it, the vision was beyond what we could do on our own. Because together we are so much stronger. We can leverage each other's skill set and network. And we mustn't be thinking in like scarcity in terms of, you know, we... Um, taking away from each other or we're competing or yeah. anything like that so that's so so foundational that's yes. like the human side and the, the the vision side if that if if that there's no alignment then it, it's really really it's not going to work it's really not going to work that's right because collaboration by definition is you know, coming together in a way where you're striving for win-win solutions. And that is a very different mindset than a competitive mindset. Because a competitive mindset is not 
a win-win mindset. A competitive mindset, by definition, sees things in context of win-lose. It's like, if I win, then you have to lose. In order for me to win, you have to lose. Or someone has to lose. And, uh, my gosh, that's just... That's just a very, very different energy than when we talk about collaboration and we're thinking about win-win. Could you maybe give an example of, of um, you know, like uh, where you applied this kind of win-win collaborative thinking, like a concrete, a more concrete example of who did what that allowed for a win-win kind of Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got an excellent example actually because so we when we've been building the empowerment portal for two years and we've got about 30 collaborators in this pool so that it takes you know they're all putting in sweat equity they're not being paid right so everyone's pulling on the start on on the saw on the same string basically we're all in it together in the same boat with the same vision so it takes quite a lot of leadership to set this up and to connect with the following and and sort of instill that kind of mindset amongst yeah. the whole collaborator pool and um and i guess another i mean obviously you know there could be much smaller collaborators or collaborations with just two people and you wouldn't have such a an organization yeah. around it but if you have a, a bigger pool, you know, the next thought is how well are they equipped and how well do they know about collaboration? So one of the ways we collaborate is on delivery, but also on business development. Mm-hmm. And so because it's my company and my vision initially, they need to understand what's behind it. So they need to fully immerse themselves and understand what the products and services are so that they can be like mini me's and clone clone them in essence with their own spin obviously right we're all unique human beings but in essence they need to be equipped and confident in order to go out and, and sell this collaborative platform yes and that takes a lot of work on on my side actually yeah um, so we created all all kinds of different courses for the collaborators because not everyone was equipped with you know okay we've we started we've had marketing material they can now use obviously videos website brochure and and now they're trained to to do presentations around that but then on the other hand we have business development getting in corporates and they were just not very well equipped so we did a, a course around that for them so again we have a collaboration which is a two-way street because i give what i know and yeah. then they in turn do the business development and they get rewarded also according to um like a commission as to what they bring through so it works all around um but it, it is a learning so it wasn't something yeah. i had set up from the beginning that know that that was needed um yeah that's an excellent example and an excellent point about um 
everyone may not be on the same page they may not have the same level of skill but we can still work together and there might be you know this learning curve that we have to go through as a team uh, uh, in order to get everyone on the same page that is so cool yeah awesome um okay uh, are there any other big challenges that you can see that might be helpful for someone to be aware of as they begin to or dig deeper into this collaboration strategy um yeah i mean i guess one thing there's probably a few things i just want to sort of finish off with um one is you might we want to consider is collaboration actually for me mm. um and why would i want to collaborate and on what would i want to collaborate what do i want out of the collaboration um so be very careful before you go into it because obviously it takes commitment it's a relationship right it is literally like getting married to someone and you you know you have commitments yeah. and uh, you need to to keep that relationship up you have to have an open communication and to be honest and there may even be stops like a milestone say after three months let's see overall how is it going for us and then you know there could be potentially even uh, an exit plan because not all collaborations work very well and you know it's been, you can't force it so there's got to be some open clear fair communication otherwise it turns sour and we don't want that so that's one major yeah and that was an excellent point can you give me an example of like when you said make sure collaborations for you uh, what kind of scenarios or strategies like uh, situations might there be where collaboration is actually not a good idea um sometimes you i guess you don't know before you get into collaboration you know you could find yourself um collaborating with someone who then doesn't do what they said they will be doing or they don't quite have the qualifications or are not working towards your standards in terms of the the quality of the delivery or handling certain situations and it just sort of could be one sided um i guess even before that before you get into that sort of scenario it's about ask, just ask yourself why would do i want to collaborate how would i want to see the collaboration ideally and then just lay it out before you approach anyone or, or sort of have further conversations yeah. yeah because you may yourself may not be in a mindset where you're ready to collaborate that is so true so true yeah thank you so much for sharing all of that amazing wisdom and those amazing tips um do you have any other anything else you would like to share because we're sort of coming towards the end of our time for today um but uh yeah any 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 last thoughts that you would like to share um yeah i mean i've always been sort of going down the route of um cuz coming back to make change fun and easy <laughs> okay it's it's about really thinking about the the context of your business in terms of what are you you doing right now is it is it yielding the results 
and just critically look at the different components. Maybe the foundations may not be right. You know, sometimes I'm always saying to people, sometimes their message isn't right, their offer isn't right, and then they keep on going round and round in loops, and it's so super frustrating. So in that in that in that time, like don't even think about collaboration because it will just amplify if the offer is not right it'll just not work either even right. in collaboration with someone else um so yeah and and if anyone's kind of you know interested in and you know at this this time of whatever business journey you're on right now there may be some things that you might need support with or you're stuck with um certainly the collaboration is something that we will be doing potentially some courses around because it seems it becomes more and more popular. People want to know and they want to grow exponentially and they can't do this on their own. So there's definitely different sort of levels uh, within that My Quantum Growth Academy that people can, can sort of come and do some basics around their offers and their message and how to get out in the first place without obviously doing any sort of complicated tech or Facebook ads and things like this. And then I have second level where we're taking this obviously a notch up with regards to uh, joint ventures, collaborations, and really, really scaling. But as you can see, it is a journey. You need to have the foundations right in order to go to the next level. So I'm just positioning where the collaboration fits in, from my perspective. Yes. Um, I wouldn't have had a collaboration from day one. Actually, tried. I did try actually. When I started my business, my online um, business, I tried to create a platform, a course, an online course. Someone who had been in business for many, many years, she knew everything about, you know, the whole online marketing. And I was a newbie back then. That's about ten years ago now. And that did, collaboration just did not work out because we weren't on the same page. Right. Right. So there's another good example around when is collaboration good and when it's when you're on different levels of, of sort yeah. of journey or skill set, um, yeah. it, it might be very hard. Mm. That is so true. And I also especially loved your highlighting. Um, oh, shucks. I just lost thought. <laughs> Well, it's probably a good a good time to close here. Yeah. <laughs> but for sure, you shared so many so many amazing and helpful thought uh, like uh, aspects of this. That there's so many different threads that I could lift, but for sure, um, I think for right now, <laughs> we will go ahead and wrap up. And um, by the way, for all of you who are listening please know that we will be putting Sabine's links in the show notes. So if you're looking for some support, some guidance on how to do collaborations more and better, if you're looking for help and guidance around, you know, just how to be a bit better business person and create multiple income streams and manage them more effectively, <laughs> any of that kind of stuff that we have been talking about today, please connect with Sabine. Make sure you check those show notes. So with that, basically, I will just say I wish you lots and lots of peace and joy until we connect next time. <laughs>